As the darkness settles in, we open to a near lightless room. As the light from a nearby street light bathes the skin of a man on a cell phone. He speaks with authority as he says the words, It is done. Bring them in. Fade to black. Welcome to Nights of Darkness, a World of Darkness live play podcast. I am your host and storyteller, Daniel, and this season we will be playing Vampire the Masquerade. Dun, dun, dun. So let's start off with introducing our characters and ignoring Aaron, and we will start with Travis. Hey, I'm Travis. I am playing the Nosferatu Tolliver Doe, and if you're a... If you're a Listener to the other podcasts we do. You'll know what Tolliver means. Enjoy. <laughs> Next. My name is Mark. I'll be playing a new character today known as Keelan O'Quinn. Please tell me you didn't choose the same thing you did last time. No. Dark. What was no. it? Dark Fate. Dark, Dark Fate. fate. <laughs> and he is a Tremere. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I will be playing Wayani, the gangrel. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I thought it was Grangool, but whatever. <laughs> I'm Ariel. I play the Toriador Elizabeth Andalit. You sure it's not Tordor? You're not funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and with that, we will get started. We'll start with Travis this time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as Tolliver, as he was. So we're going to go back for everybody listening to Tolliver leaving Elizabeth's party for the night and heading towards Kevin's house before sunup. Yes. So I'm driving to Kevin's house. I've got his address. I'm uh, using my phone GPS to take me there. I get to Kevin's house. Yes, it's a very nice neighborhood. It's kind mm-hmm. of like gated, but it's not actually got walls. Um, you can see it. So it's more like a smaller suburb type area, like okay. your... Like a subdivision? Yes. Okay. So you go in there. Um, you find his house. There is everything. The streets are immaculate as far as like they're well kept and everything. So it must be pretty nice. Nice. Uh, do I look? Okay, I'm looking at the... Is there like a garage door opener button in this car? Yes. All right, so I'm going to uh, push that, and I'm going to pull into the garage. All right, and you notice as you pull in, it is a nice two-story house. All right, uh, so I'm going in. I'm going to shut the car off, and I'm going to head into the house from the garage. All right, so you head into the ca- into the house through the kitchen. All right, uh, as I'm in there, I'm looking around. Do I see, like, pick photos or their family photos? Does it look like Kevin's got other people living here with him? No, it looks like Kevin is mostly a bachelor. All right. Like so, there's mostly pictures of him, like at the beach and stuff like that. Because you'll see uh, him with friends. Well, quote friends. It could just be like acquaintances. Yeah. Okay. So, but like, it's usually a lot of pictures is like him in different locations at the beach or or just being Kevin. Like you'll see like there's a skydiving picture or stuff like that. You're like, oh hey, look, Kevin likes to do fun stuff. Kevin likes to have a good life. Sorry. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. I'm just gonna walk. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take a butcher knife. If he's got a if he got, if he's got a knife block, you know, a butcher's block kind of deal on his counter. I'm, I'm taking a uh, taking a knife from that. And I'm gonna kind of have that. I'm gonna have my my arms behind my back kind of crossed and I'm just I'm walking I'm going to stroll through Kevin's house and just see what kind of person Kevin is as I'm making my way till I find his bedroom so you look through the house he um, he kind of keeps it clean but you definitely can tell that he's a bachelor like a lot of stuff is set up to like that so like he has of course a game console and a larger TV but you can tell like there's not much of like a woman's touch here yeah so like he either doesn't entertain women much or there's never been a woman that's lived here okay so you make it to his bedroom it's pretty plain like bed's the center of the room he's got matching furniture on both sides mm-hmm. you know. is Kevin in there sleeping no Kevin is not here looks like no one has been here today okay I'm going, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to scoot underneath Kevin's bed and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scooting underneath Kevin's bed and I'm just going to go ahead and go to sleep. All right. So you go to sleep. So the next day comes mm-hmm. and you have not been awoken by Kevin or anybody. So yeah. So you would use a blood point to awaken. Okay. So it's yep. evening now. Yes. And you are under Kevin's bed. All right. Fucking poor All right. Kevin. Do I, I say, I'm going to get up. Is Kevin home? Is, is, does it seem like Kevin's home? No. D- no. No, lights are still off. But- All right. I'm going to look around and see if I can't figure out where Kevin might be. I need to have a, I need to have a word with Kevin. All right. So if you are going to search in the house, roll me a... Perception plus investigation. All right. And we'll say difficulty B8 since it's his house is pretty tidy. So you're going to be actively searching. That is no successes. All right. So you don't find anything that kind of lists where Kevin would be. Um, you do find that he has like a job. Yeah. Like, there's like you find a work vest, but it's some smaller um, like supermarket. That's really it. You yeah. Can find. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go through his mail. I'm gonna look through his mail. Do I see like a, a cell phone bill or anything? Yeah, you find a cell phone. Bill. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through that and I'm checking the bill so I can find his phone number. Uh, that's not hard to find. It's probably right up towards the top. Yep. So I'm I'm texting Kevin. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hey, I uh, need to return your car. I. I really apologize about last night. It was a rough night for me. So I, I'd like to return your car. Send. Also, your phone does have a message I forgot to tell you. Oh, you were asleep. Okay. It's all in caps as it always is. Uh-huh. Uh, and it says um, what you had asked previously. Okay. This had to do with uh, Derek losing his head. Yeah. Uh, it just says pursue this matter. All right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it and hold it down and give it the thumbs up. <laughs> just I just imagine the prince getting this and be like, really? All, yeah. I, all I can think of is the prince doesn't know how to use a phone, so it's always on like caps lock mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna reply. I, I'm replying to the under prince. 
Uh, it will be done. Right now I'm trying to find someone to help me in this matter. Send. And we'll possibly come back to that message later. <laughs> yep. Uh, but now, yeah, I sent Kevin the message. Just yep. staring at my phone. Has he read? I can see if he read it. Well, it depends on his type of phone. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're assuming everybody Ooh. has iPhones in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> you want higher low? Uh, low. Yeah, it does not say if Kevin has read it or not. Okay. Um, yeah, I really want to talk to Kevin. <clears throat> I got something I need him to do for me. So how long are you going to wait for Kevin's reply at his house? Oh, I'm still going through his house. I'm are, you going, ra- are you ransacking his house? No, I'm going through it like meticulously. Like I'm just, I'm getting a feel for, uh, you know, if he's got a laundry room, I'm, I'm kind of checking out his dirty clothes. Um, all right. So you're. Um, investigating Kevin's house. Uh, yeah, I'm just, just kind of going through. If you were to watch Tolliver do this, you would be uneasy. This is something you would see like a like a alpha predator do while the, like a, like a big cat in the jungle doing before they strike, uh, getting the scent of something, or like someone who does this often will be in someone's home uninterrupted and and getting a feel for who they are before they before they decide what they're doing. What you get from as far as how Kevin is, aside from like the exciting stuff you see in like the photos, mm-hmm. uh, he seems pretty pretty plain. Like I would say down to earth, where he's he doesn't do a lot. It looks like other than what you see in the photos, like his clothes, he doesn't have really much exciting clothes it's like usually like work clothes yeah stuff like that it's not it looks like kevin is very to himself but okay but also he's he's got like that dual personality type thing yeah okay so after a couple hours your phone chimes yeah and it is kevin all right what's he well it is Am I answering? Is it is he calling me? Is he texting? No, no he's texting. All right, I'm gonna recheck that text. Uh, what? Say this is the guy from the other night, and I really need to apologize. I was in a bad place. Period. I was having a rough day, and I took it out on you. Period. I'd like to return your car, and I don't think you would appreciate it if I came to your house. Period. Where can I meet you to return your car and to compensate compensate you for its usage? Period. Uh. So he gives you an address, and it's kind of downtown. Okay. So I'm getting in, and I'm driving to that address. All right. So you head to that address. It's pretty lively area mm-hmm. it's like it's like busy but some only semi busy like there's a lot of shops and stuff because it's still late evening so yeah. some stuff is still open so you can see it's a lot of like the glass pane stores where they've got a lot of windows for yeah display like okay window shopping so where are you gonna pull up at i'm gonna pull up right to the address where he's at Say so I've still got I still wear a black bandana on half my face. Um, I'm going to use Offuscate to mask uh, my smell. Um, I'm going to get out and I'm just going to kind of lean up against the hood of the car while I'm just wait. All right, so you can see somebody kind of looking at you. Looks like Kevin. His hair is a little disheveled because it has been a day since you accosted him. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing the same clothes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to wave him over. So he cautiously comes over like he's looking both both ways. Like you're on the same street, but he's looking both ways to see if there's other people in the area to make yeah. sure. He doesn't want to be alone. Um, when he gets close enough, I'm going to toss him his keys for his car. He manages to, he fumbles and he catches them. Catches them. All right. Um, and I say, can you at least give me a ride to the bus station? You took my car and now you want me to give you a ride. Yeah. I wanted to make sure you got your car back. I didn't want to leave it somewhere where someone would vandalize it or steal it. Roll me a, says I know you love charisma. We'll do a charisma plus subterfuge. Uh, we'll just do difficulty six because Kevin's iffy on you. Two. I mean, I guess that sounds legitimate. Well, you got okay. You gotta realize with Tolliver, he is dressed very. He's always dressed very nice. He's always in a black suit, white shirt, black tie. The only thing that would be odd about him is he wears a band a black bandana on his face. So it looks like he's always ready to rob somebody. Well, yeah, yeah. He he yeah. Um so and it's so he's he doesn't look like he's just a madman. So so I'm going to say I would really appreciate it. I've had a rough couple of days with my wife and work and and I just took it out on you. So I just, if you could get me to the bus station, I just want to get out of this fucking town. Get away from it. Get away from it all. Maybe start something new. I just want to go. I'm going to go to my visit my brother. I guess, but I'm still going to watch you. No, that's fine. That's fine. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right. So he gets in the driver's seat. Okay. I'm going to get in the passenger seat with him. Are you having him legitimately take you to the bus station? I'm going to have him take me to a bus station because they will be in a shitty part of town where hardly anybody's at. (laughs) So you're telling him this bus station? Yeah. I got to go here. Yep. All right, so you guys head off towards the bus station. Okay, so as we're getting, you know, as we're getting there, um, first, you know, as once we're out of like the business district where it's busy and we're getting, and it, the city's getting shittier and there's fewer people. When he comes to a stop sign, I am putting the car in park and taking his keys again, and I'm grabbing hold of his seatbelt buckle so he can't unlatch it, and I'm pulling down my mask. So he can see my horribly disfigured, gaping maw. Gavin, when I was at your house waiting for you last night and I looked through everything, I realized this world wouldn't miss you. This world wouldn't care if you're gone. So what's the point? I'm going to let you live. And while I'm telling him that, I'm going to take my other hand that's not holding the seatbelt in place and I'm ripping it with one of ripping my wrist open with one of my teeth and I'm putting it right over his mouth drink up little man so I'm gonna get him blood I'm gonna give him some of my blood this would also technically you could potentially ghoul him with this too so I'm getting that and yeah he's just so scared of you like the entire time you were saying this like the look of fear on his face because you have him like held where he 
Yeah. And I'm going to drop, I'm going to, I'm going to stop concert. I'm going to drop the obfuscate on my scent. So his car is going to fill with the scent of rotting body. It's going to smell like a just rotting open pit. And the cold I emanate is going to start radiating again. So, Kevin, I'm going to, I'm going to let this ride with you. All right. But there's something I need you to do for me. Well, are you, are you done giving him blood? Ye- oh, my wrist, my bleeding wrist is still over his mouth while I'm telling him this. I'm right next to his ear. What? Well, well, All right, Kevin. This is where we're going. You're going to visit someone I met the other night who kind of pissed me off. So uh, we're going to go to where I've found that Dr. Payton lives, <laughs> where his haven is. <laughs> and we're going to sit and wait. And once I see that Dr. Payne has entered his SUV, that his, his manservant is taking care of him, I'm going to say, Kevin, this is your one chance, friend. You can leave the city, but you're taking that SUV. That's yours now. There's a man in the back and he's going to fuck with you, but know that you've got the power to do anything you want, Jim, Kevin. So I'm reaching over the driver's side door. I'm opening it and I'm saying, be free, little man. <laughs> so, so all this time, you were the culprit behind it. And I'm just, and as he's getting out, I say, tell, tell Dr. Payne to have a good evening. And, uh, as Kevin's getting out and I'm sliding over, I'm going to pull out the business card for uh, for Clayton Aldrich, mm-hmm. the oil baron tycoon that I was kind of competing with Dr. Payne for. And I'm going to put the seatbelt on and start my car. And I'm going to drive to Kevin's house. Back to Kevin's house? Back to Kevin's house. <laughs> this is where I live now, under the bed. <laughs> That's literally what he does. Kevin gets to sleep in the bed. He sleeps under the bed. <laughs> All right. So you do that. Um, mm-hmm. And as you leave, you see Kevin get into the vehicle. And then you kind of leave the area before Kevin does what Kevin does. All right. I'm actually, I'm not driving back to Kevin's house. I'm going to go back to the sewers. Okay. So I can meet with the underprints so I can find out exactly what I need to do to find out. Oh, he can investigate the incident with Derek and the jack-o'-lantern-headed biker. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to have to go a ways. Because you can access the sewers from any manhole. Yeah. But usually if you have a set path, you're going to have to... So yeah. it'd probably be like an hour from where you are because okay. it's a bigger city. And I still am not used to the sewer system here. And I know I don't want to get lost in it. Yeah. Even being a vampire, you I mean, you might run out of blood after a while, but yeah. may not die in the sewers. Well, it's a Nosferatu... Nosferatu under city, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Say I might run out of blood, might run out of heads. <laughs> All right. So you head off towards where you know you access the sewers. So let's get to Wayani. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still remember. What was Wayani doing? Wayani was heading to Elizabeth's house since I got the uh, description of what that substance was. All right. So as you are heading to Elizabeth's house, uh, your phone begins to ring. 
And it's the same number from before where you took the evidence. Hello. So I was I was looking further into you know the the evidence that you brought me, mm-hmm. and uh, there's also like horse hair in here. Okay. I missed it the first time, and I was like, you know what? You've been very vague, so I'm gonna look further into this. Well, just at least this here, and uh, yeah, there's horse hair. You, you know why I'm vague? You're not privy to this information from the investigation. You're not. You, we go through this every time. I thought we were friends. We are, but I cannot jeopardize my career. Me either. <sighs> Just stop nosing around. I will compensate you for your time. I appreciate the information. Yeah, I thought you'd want to know that. I appreciate it. Stop being fucking nosy. <laughs> All right, bye. He hangs up first. You win this one. <laughs> I'm gonna flip my Motorola closed. <laughs> so you make it to Elizabeth's house. It wasn't the phone call wasn't that long. Neither was the rest of your drive. Yep, I'm gonna light up a cigarette as soon as I get out of the cab. So that is still a courage roll for me, and difficulty is, I believe it was a four. Oh uh, yeah, that's three successes. Oh yeah, you have no issue with this flame <laughs> because it's not like huge. Yeah. It's going to keep smoking as I walk up to the door. All right. And she sometimes has servants, but you don't see anybody at this time. She's got a big foyer door. Of course, it's closed. I'm going to just beat on it. I'm going to cop knock this shit out of that door. So, Elizabeth, you in your drawing room? Your room where the vase was broken? Probably. (laughs) Just sitting there contemplating uh, your time with... Saigar and how mad you were that he made you mad. <laughs> and you hear this loud booming knock coming from your foyer door. <sighs> I'm gonna get up and answer it. Look, it's your friend Wayani. I'm gonna stub out my cigarette. Just the person I wanted to see. Ugh, lovely seeing you too. Do I sense sarcasm? What do you want? Come on in. I'm going to like walk in and shut the giant door behind me. <laughs> Need your help with something. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess it's something to do with a uh, headless horseman wannabe. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's what I came here for. Wonderful. What did you come here for? Specifically. I got, inf- got information on what the uh, stuff was. Oh, good, because my contact was useless. As they usually are. What is it? Uh, sulfur horsehair. And I'm going to flip through my notes. Was iron and keratin. Iron and keratin. It's odd. Uh, yeah. Horsehair. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, anybody that can help us determine anything about this situation? You mean like my useless contact? Anybody else? You know what? Let's go see this useless contact. I got a way of, uh, I'm gonna crack my knuckles, prying information out of people. And 
this is exactly why I wanted to see you. So I'm gonna go and get like my purse and keys and whatnot. Are you gonna drive or did you take a cab there? Yeah, I always take I don't own a car. <laughs> yeah, we'll get in my car and head back to useless contact. Saigar's house of the occult. I'm a fucking vampire. I will run if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, run! <laughs> Alright, you two head that way, and I believe it was about a half hour from your house. I think so. So while you guys are driving there... Can we smoke in here? Make sure you roll the window down. Yep, alright. I'm gonna go ahead and light another one up. Keelan, you yeah. are brought before the tribunal. Mm. Usually that's either means you're in trouble or they have something they want you to do. <laughs> Oh, good you could grace us with your presence, Keelan. It's no issue at all. So we have a task for you. Oh? And this is Kale talking, your mentor. <clears throat> he is like an older man. He has He looks like he's in his 60s, late 60s. He's got scraggly gray hair. He's got a little bit of a beard going. Looks like he's a little eman- er, emaciated. Also, the other tribunal members are Adonis Wilder, which he is a younger man. He's probably in his 30s. He's got short black hair. They all wear kind of suits. And then you see Nathalie, which she's the woman of the tribunal. And she seems like she's in her like early 40s. And she, of course, is a very pretty woman uh, but you know she's also very powerful so Kale of course is at the center of this and the other two are off to the side kind of forming a triangle I keep it entirely triangle here fuck circles <laughs> <laughs> so this task that we need you to do <clears throat> so you know how we're all about sorcery and of course. So we have reason to believe that there's sorcery being used within the city. Oh. Sorcery we don't have access to. So we want you to investigate this sorcery, and word is that there's a gr- another group is investigating this. They might not know that. Hmm. Do we have any leads on where they're at? Well, there was a dinner party recently that an Elizabeth Andalay threw. Seems like everything stemmed from there. So basically, we want you to join them and see if you can use them to uncover what is going on. Okay. Is there any means of locating this Elizabeth? We can give you the address to her house. That's not definitely not an issue there. And he hands you a party invitation. Alrighty. That shows her address. And it shows it's dated a couple days back. Or actually, last night, I believe. Yeah. Okie dokie. I will check it out. Alright. And time is probably of the essence, because, you know, if it's somebody else using sorcery, we're going to need that as soon as possible. Yes. 
I will get headed out immediately. All right. So, and you know, there's plenty of ghouls here, which and other various things have been built, like gargoyles and homunculi that are within the tribunal house. It's almost like it's a wizard school. <laughs> I said almost. I didn't say almost. almost. <laughs> um, I'm going to head out and get in my car and I'm going to drive to the address in question. Alright, so it takes you about an hour. You're going to drive across town and you make it to this large mansion. It's up on the hill by itself and you can tell that it is... I don't know what I was going there with that one. (laughs) But yeah, you can. It's a large mansion. You can tell that it's very ornate. It's got a big garden. There's a big fountain out front that you can pull around in front of to be nearer to the house. What are you gonna do? I'm going to drive around and stop at the front door. All right. So you stop at the front door, and I want to poke around the property and see what I can find. So you're just going to basically sur- like move around the property surveying it? Yeah. So how are you going to exactly... Are you just going to do a normal investigation? Yeah. All right. So roll me a perception plus investigation. Uh, we will go with seven. You're not, you don't know what you're exactly looking for. Nope. I got exactly one pass and one fail. Alright, so you poke around the property. It takes you a couple hours. So you're surveying the property, so we will come back to you. So the two that were going to Saigars, you guys come to the busy downtown. And you can clearly, you've not probably not been to Saigars before, Wayani, but you can clearly see it says on the glass pane window, Saigars House of the Occult. <laughs> so uh, I'm going I'm to look over to Elizabeth. <gasps> So, uh, Saigar's house of bullshit. This is your contact. A guy who sells gimmicks and charms. Sometimes he has useful information. <laughs> this is fucking great. Uh, let's go see the quack. All right, so are you guys going to go in? Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. walk in. All right, so the bell rings as you guys enter. I'm going to grab the bell. Fucking eight bells. A guy kind of notices you as you do this. He's standing behind a large glass case, center of the room. It opens on the back side of it. He's facing the door. He's wearing a silver-looking shirt. Looks kind of like a tabard. That's just a shirt that he wears. It just looks like a tabard. It's not actually a tabard. <laughs> and he's got uh, blue short hair and small beard and mustache. Can I help you? I have more information. So hopefully you could help us with this. Oh, did you bring me a book title this time? No. (laughs) Do you uh, actually sell anything worth a damn in these shops, or is this all just gimmick shit? It's not all gimmick shit. It depends on what you need. Like, you can look at his shelves, and he's got, like, Newt's eye and all the weird... Is it actual, like, Newt's eye and stuff? I'm gonna go up and inspect it. How how do you know what Newt's eye? Like what's real Newt's eye? How do you know? 
I don't. <laughs> so you're just you're just picking up jars that says new eye, new sign. Just looking like, at it like I know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> so it's up to you if you want to be like, yeah, this is real or no, this is not. It's Is there anything on the shelves that I would be able to distinguish as real or not? I mean, you see like roots and stuff like that. Different. Is there anything of Native American probably materials would. like? Probably would be. Like, okay, can I go through those? You can like there's feathers and stuff if you've if yeah. you've looked at feathers before. Yeah, oh yeah. There are certain birds that might be harder to acquire. Yeah. But you know, somebody if they caught the bird or killed the bird could could capture. So yeah, you probably find like eagle feathers that people don't normally sell. Mm-hmm. Different stuff like that. So, so this is legit then. At least what you the, lo- the stuff I'm looking yeah. at from like Native American descent kind yeah. of stuff. All right, yeah. Well, I guess the guy checks out. So, upon reading a little further into the book, mm-hmm. I've discovered that that powder I was telling you about contains iron, creatine, horsehair, and sulfur. Hmm. I'm going to lean in to Elizabeth. Where the fuck did you find this guy? Like, normally these shops don't sell bullshit, but this guy's got some legit shit. I'll explain it later. Okay. So, that stuff, like, especially with the sulfur, that sounds, it's usually used in, like, summoning, and usually the other parts are components to, depending on what you're summoning. So, what was summoned? Well, it's kind of it doesn't exactly make sense. Like I've seen this, bef- haven't seen this before, because you got the horsehair in there. But it has to be related to whatever it is. You said this guy had a pumpkin head in this story. A fiery pumpkin head. I mean, it, it sounds like somebody could have legitimately made some type of summoning to. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, but like the headless horseman. No shit, Sherlock. It's not my name. It's it's Sigar. Okay, great. Now that we know each other's names, uh, you got any spell books that would have something that would allow us to summon shit in this? I mean, most of that stuff isn't for sale. So can't we look at it? I'm gonna use enchanting voice. <laughs> Are you just you're just trying to charm this guy? Yeah, and letting us see his books or whatever. <laughs> It's a perfect charm. Boom! Let me see your books! <laughs> Smack us off the counter. We see the books now? <laughs> so let's go manipulation plus empathy. And so your difficulty will be five. Wow. <laughs> wow, this is awful. <laughs> no. So I'm going to intimidate him and letting me see the book. And I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, I'm here under the pretense of an investigation. If you don't let me see the book, you are hereby stopping my investigation. You see where I'm going with this? So how are you trying to intimidate him? Are you trying to, like, be physically imposing or are you trying to verbally intimidate him? A little bit of both. So which like one? I'm gonna bulk myself up. Which one do you want to try? Um, 
we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, physical. So that'll be strength mm-hmm. plus intimidation, and your difficulty will be six. That's eight. Eight well, successes. Whoa, 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 whoa! Calm down there. <laughs> I'm a big boy. <laughs> we don't need to get any fights here. I don't want to get into fights either. So just let me see the goddamn book. Books. Uh, there's more than Books? one. Books. Yeah, there's more than one. Run some run-of-the-mill occult shop. Okay, I just need the one that fits the specifics of this. This is potentially a new spell. Or whatever it is. Okay, just the books then. Fuck it. So he brings a couple books and sets them on the glass case. Some of them look older. Some of them look like... One of them looks like a newer book that has older pages in it, so they've rebound it. While he's getting the books, I'm going to lean over to Elizabeth. Hey, you were a little off-key there. I'm still a little angry, so... Just that C note you hit wanted to be just a little bit higher. Just, just give me a I'm, little. like, elbowing him. <laughs> Not, like, to hurt him, just... Shut, shut up. up! Shut up! So he brings, brings these books so you can look at. So do you have any of this powder that was in this book? He's going to look at her when he says book. (laughs) Do you still have some? Wait, are you guys trying to summon what was in this book? No. No. It's a police investigation. I'm confused here. You don't need to know any more than what I've said. I'm going to get like bigger posture again. A police investigation. That's all you need to know. Uh, I'm going to grab the books and just glare at him. I need those back. Uh-huh. Well, they're being uh, taken in as evidence right now. You'll get them back. I'll make sure you get them back in one piece. I'm going to slap the money I stole from the dude earlier onto the counter. <laughs> Consider this compensation for the time being. How much money was that? It's like $17, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that? Weren't you going to give that to the other guy? Yeah, it changed my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna get in my purse and slap a hundred down. Wow. I mean, this is like um, collateral, I guess. Like, I'm yeah, like a library it's, it's now. it's collateral. I want my $17 back when I come back. <laughs> come on, I'm Wayne. just gonna wink at him like, now like if, I'm trying to make a joke. If you can get me some of this stuff, I could potentially try and find out where it came from. Uh-huh. I'm gonna pull the evidence bag out of my pocket. Wear fucking gloves. Oh, okay. We don't have a lot left in there. I'm just gonna throw it on the counter. Let's see here. So, you guys gonna wait here while I do this, or uh... I'm gonna leave him my phone number, and I'm just gonna walk out with his books. All right, so are you, are you leaving as well as Elizabeth? Yeah. All right, so after you guys leave, he turns the sign that says open. Also turns off the neon sign. Is it safe to say these books are old? The couple of them are. Like, the other one has newer binding, but has older pages. In so it. the older books, I'm going to gently put down in the backseat of the car, and then the rest I'm just going to throw in. <laughs> Could you be careful with all of them, Wayne? I'm more worried about the old ones. And I'm gonna I'm light up a cigarette again. Drive off. <laughs> All right. So he locks the door and everything, and we'll get back to him. 
I mean, I will, not you guys. <laughs> All right, so you guys head back towards your mansion. And as you pull in the driveway, you can see a car parked in front of the house. Wayne, I wasn't expecting anybody. Great, it's party time. So, <clears throat> Keelan, you can roll me a perception plus alertness. All right, difficulty will be seven. One success. All right. Oh, shit. So you're kind of behind the house a little bit, and you can hear the sound of a vehicle pulling up into the driveway. I'm going to walk around to the front. Just, just nonchalantly? Yeah. All right. So as you are pulling up, and you have made this mention to Wayani, you can see a man come from around the side of the house towards the front. Okay, I'm going to get out of the car. Excuse me, and who are you? My name is Keelan. I was sent to assist you on a matter. Sent by whom? My tribunal. I'm look like glancing over at Wayne. I'm getting books out of the car. <laughs> God, I don't give a shit about this guy. So I'm going to approach you and hold my hand out. He'll like hold it out awkwardly and like shake it. <laughs> I am Elizabeth. This is Wayne. A pleasure to meet you both. <clears throat> um, I understand that you recently came across some sorcery. Something like that, yes. I need to know what you found. Well, come inside. Is it explain everything? Is it safe to say I have all the books in my hands? Sure. I'm gonna walk up and just drop him, like, like I'm gonna see if like he puts his hands out, just drop him into his hands. I appreciate. There you go, book nerd. And I'm gonna walk on in. (laughs) Very trusting. Yeah, I'm going to have, like, my, my bodyguards, like, when we go inside, I'm going to talk to them and have them on standby because, you know, I don't know who he is, okay. so. And now, do you have all the bodyguards or just a couple of those? I'd have two because I'll have, like, so they can take turns. turns. All right, so you see uh, a male and female vampire. Of course, they look like they're a little bit stacked, like they're built. And they're wearing, of course, nice suits. Look like they're almost like Secret Service. <laughs> but they're just, they trying to just eye you as you come in. Like they eye him, but they know who he is, so they don't really care as much. Your guards aren't necessary. I do not mean to be rude. However, I don't know you. So I would prefer they stay here. I'd. Appreciate it if you didn't smoke near me. You afraid of getting lung cancer? It's the other portion of that. So, are you lighting up another cigarette? Yeah. So, roll me a courage roll. How close are you guys to him? Well, if I know he's smoking, I would like walk away. Your difficulty's four. Yeah, I'm going to. I passed it with five. <laughs> 
were you away from him too? Yeah, if he like the second he pulls that out and is like, what? And just like continues, I'm going to turn and walk away. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are fine since you're pretty far. You are expertly fine. You just like he, he acts like nothing. Give a shit. No big deal if he catches himself on fire. He's fine. <laughs> so what happened the other night? So I'm going to explain everything from the start of the Headless Horseman to what we found out. Right. Can I roll an occult or intelligence occult, whatever, to see if I can figure out what they're talking about? Yeah, you can see if that you can try and piece some stuff together. Um, We'll go with difficulty is six, since you do, do know some occult things. Okay. Said difficulty six. Yes, that is three successes. So, from the story that she has told you, and the evidence that they have told you about, but you haven't seen, uh, you can kind of make the assumption you think that it was something was summoned, especially how the person vanished. But you don't have like much of the evidence as far as you don't have any of this powder that they spoke of. You only have these books and then their story to go by. Really. But it does sound like it's potentially could be sorcery. Since you weren't physically there. Do you still have any of the remains? Whatever Wayne had left, we gave to my contact to figure out where what? is this contact? What are you going to do? I'm going to investigate it. If he's human, he's perfectly fine. I have plenty of cattle at home. Very well. It is Saigar's House of Occult. Is that what it says? House of the Occult. Oh, sorry. Saigar's House of the Occult. Right. I'm going to pick up the books and walk out to my car and get in my car and drive to Saigar's. All right, so as you head out, and you two are now left with wondering who the hell that was. I'm not wondering shit. (laughs) Except for the whiskey. (laughs) The whiskey. And Tolliver is heading towards his sewers. We will call it there. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next time. This is Daniel, your storyteller. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a review and share with a friend. You can chat with us on our Discord. Links in the show notes. Release dates are every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. And remember, always watch the darkness. What up tonight, City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos. Survive the streets and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! Hello there. This is... Mr. Tittles. 
coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, unmysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs>